Listening to Power Play Through the Power Rangers podcast with feeling. <laughs> I am the one that the power has not protected yet. My name is Dan, and with me, as always, is my cohort and the only true black belt of hip hop keto, mm-hmm. Freddie. That's right. You can ask. You can ask Handsome Walter himself. Yes. So today we watched five episodes of Power Rangers. We're going to be going over. To be honest, we don't know the names of the episodes, uh, but we're going to be going over the villains: Terror Toad, Madame Woe, Snizzard, the Dark Warrior, and the Genie. Yeah, just yeah. Genie. Five star production here. Real um, entertaining name. <laughs> um, well, Terror Toad. Ter- well, I mean, just in general, we yeah. had. A week of solid episodes. Yeah, yeah, honestly, really, really good episodes. Not really any Megazord battles? Yeah. Like, uh. Um, we only got one Megazord battle. Was it only this. one out of the yeah. whole thing? No, no, we got two. We got Dark Warrior. Yeah, Dark Warrior had the one. But everyone else, it was there, finished off by the, uh. The Howling uh, Cannon. The Howling Cannon, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Terror Toad is, to me, when I was a kid, the first villain that was actually, like, frightening. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, well, because you see the imagery of Terror Toad eating two rangers. Well, I well mean, some, he... some of you just, like, you know, the tongue comes out and they turn into energy balls and he swallows them. And then, the, like, the face is imprinted on his stomach and that was, that was creepy. But when he eats Jason, like... Yeah, you watch him, kick. You watch him chomp on him yeah. going down. The same thing to Billy. Yeah. Uh, um, but the uh, out of out of morph narrative is that we have Billy and Kimberly um, under the hex of Rita. They drink they drink some water after a, yeah, an intense after uh, park. Babu drops. Yeah, yeah. Ba- drops some uh, little liquid droplets and turns yeah. it into that like creepy crawlers esque. Drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Doctor Frightful or whatever it was, or or a queasy bake oven, any any number of those. Yeah, some some foamy, frothy red drink, and then it turns back to water. So you know they don't notice it. But yeah. Billy and Kimberly drink that, um, and they instantly become just garbage people. They yeah. just be, they, they instantly become a bulk and skull ilk. I mean, on a side like note, worse though, right? I, yeah, they were definitely worse. On a yeah. side note, like. When they said to Amy Jo Johnson, you have to be evil, Yeah, she went, okay, and she just went straight. Yeah. She just was like, Cartoon? I'm just going to play Skull. She ran with it. She yeah. really, and so did Billy. Uh, David Yost just hammed it up. Yeah. The, he, the he voice that this he put voice? on, yeah, yeah, the snarl voice. that he put on his face. Yeah, yeah. It was all... This good. Really this good. this was this was a definitely an episode where I remember watching quite a few times on Fox. It was it was um, 
it was it was replayed quite a few times. I think I even had it on a VHS. One I recorded, and one that you know those old VHSs that had like two episodes on them. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I I remember, yeah. Terror Toad is a is a big one uh, as far as like milestone for Little Freddy watching Power Rangers. Now, uh, story wise for this episode, mm-hmm. it's kind of just we turn Kimberly and Billy evil. Yeah. They go to school. They pick on Bulk and Skull, except Kimberly decides she's going to date Skull. She, like, forces Skull, yeah. And yeah. they set up a date and stuff like that. And, yeah. and then Alpha hides them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they then, they basically... <laughs> they lock them up in the command center. Yeah. They talk about how Zordon cured this once by going to uh, some magical land. Yeah. And, and getting the, like, root of a squash... Or something something like that. it yelled. It made a noise. Yeah, and they show footage from Zoo Ranger of the Wizard Barza going and getting this. Yeah. So we have to assume that in We're this hit world, that at some point. Well, in this world, Zordon and yeah. Barza are the same are person. The same person. Yeah. And. Uh, it's just, like the putties yeah. attack him. He has the root, and the root like shrieks, and he defeats the putties with it. And so now we have to. They. Um, on a production note, when they went to that world... <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the, the rangers don't go to it. It's no. Alpha that goes to the world, and... It's it's now a world made of tarps. Yeah, it is. And one stage prop. It is a stage prop of dirt with the three... <laughs> with the three radishes, turnips, screaming, shrieking yeah. item. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of plastic tarp that they put down like they were going to paint the room and then yeah. they put some smoke in there and yeah. some red and, lights. And they, yeah, they they lit it real low. Yeah. Like low lighting and also low angles. Yeah, and, and Alpha has a self-defense putty defeating system that just electrocutes them if they touch his head. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't he use the root as well? Well, he after they attack him yeah, they put the they all uniformly put yeah. their hand on. Yeah, his they hand. try to grab him, and yeah, that's right. He, he shocks them, and then he grabs the root, and then he grabs the root and holds it up so that they again they get defeated. Get defeated yeah. again, and then he just comes back. Well, all the while, you know, the Rangers are fighting the territory, and this is where we see, um, was it first? Was it uh, Zach is consumed first? No, it's it's it goes Trini. Trini, Zach, then Jason, and then Billy and Kimberly. Billy yeah, Billy and Kimberly, Kimberly joined the fight with well, Jason. Yeah, and Jason gets consumed, and then it's down to Billy, Billy and Kimberly. Billy and Kimberly, where Billy gets cocky and gets consumed. Oh, he's cocky. What do you call it? He tried... He, he, no, he says, leave it to me, goes yeah, yeah. after, and then kind of just jumps in the terror toads. <laughs> yeah, he kind of does, yeah. Anyway, though, it makes way for uh, Kimberly. And is this... This one's the iconic shot, right? Yeah, for me. For me, This absolutely. is the one where she pulls back, and, and we you see the camera on following the... Following the arrowhead... Yeah. It first it's on yeah, the for, front of the for, arrow, like they had this really then, cool that follows the drawback, and then you know, when she lets it go, up. yeah, it goes out and it follows her for a little bit, yeah. and then it turns into the terror toad and it shoots him into his second face in his yeah his weird his little, little turkey neck. goiter goiter face yeah you know to call it yeah and uh, it makes and him vomit up the rangers yeah and then then they just kick the crap out yeah mm-hmm. it's a lot of solid like. In suit fighting in this one, yeah, and cool. Uh, like, so not only was there really cool. Um, oh, you're the volleyball. Yeah, there's camera. cool. There's cool work in the suits, but uh, I don't know who directed this episode. But they're, they they tried Chip Lynn episode. Chip Lynn, 
Oh, that's right. You said uh, Dino Thunder. No, Dino Charge. Or Dino Charge, excuse me. He's Dino doing Ninja Steel as well. Doing Ninja Steel as well. And uh, there's some, they, they tried some things in the opening volleyball scene. There's a lot of fast cuts and also uh, slow motion and slow motion, pans. Slow motions and, uh, um, I don't know the term, I'm, I don't make stuff, but like they the uh, replay the scene like rapidly. Yeah, they did like the after image thing. Yeah, the after image kind of stuff. So, yeah, cool looking episode. I, I'm not surprised why it stuck with me. Because it's, it's just pretty dynamic. Yeah, everything about it. Yeah. So solid. Honestly, a lot of this is Billy Kimberly stuff yeah. this week because we're gonna go right into a Billy episode, which is, uh, the yeah. Billy, the Billy episode that was on his like personal VHS, and it's Madame yeah. Woe. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, Madame Woe who. So we had a we, very iconic we, sprite from the Super Nintendo games. And she was in the fighting game. She's in the fighting game. Um, when we turned on this episode, you said that you don't think you had seen it before. Yeah, I don't think I did. I don't think I did. Like, when I was watching it, I don't... It, outside of Madame Woe, nothing was really ringing a bell, because the, the, the plot of this one was Billy and Marge. Marge is, uh... uh She's Lady Billy. Yeah, Lady Billy. <laughs> um, yeah, so it starts out... At the youth center, as every episode does, and yeah. they're going to a dance, and yeah. Zach wants to show Billy some moves, and Billy's like, "I'm not really worried about Billy." Billy, girls. Billy has his own way of cooking. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he, you know he, he walks dance. up and he bumps into a girl, knocks her necklace off, and then and they're basically the same person. Yeah, they they talk in this, that yeah. language that they speak in <laughs> that Billy talks in. Yeah. yeah, and he clumsily puts the necklace back on her. And then they're just like, we're going to sit in this juice bar and we're going to talk. Yeah. And, and it, like a real high school crew. And it furthers the plot because they, they, they set up like a date. Yeah, but like a real high school crew, those kids are just in earshot watching Billy Cook. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's, <laughs> that's, that's right. They are, they're all commentating on, on Billy. They're, the, they're just not letting him sit there and cook. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're like, no, we need to put this in the microwave. Yeah. Yeah, Zach saying it's love at first sight, and like they're, yeah, yeah. It, you're right. That's very high schoolish. Yeah, Kimberly calls him over and says, "Hey, what do we, what do we got in Bulk and Skull? We gotta have some, what, what was the Bulk and Skull gag here?" Um, I mean, there, there's a lot of big boys I, falling. I don't in really cakes. think that this one was. Oh no, this was the was, one where they this, fell in the cake. Yeah, Bulk and uh, Ernie told them that they had to pay for the cake. That's they right. weren't allowed to come back to the yeah. Youth they center. weren't allowed to come back to the dance either. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're not allowed to come back to the youth center until they pay for that cake. Yeah. And that comes back later. There's there's a payoff. Yeah. Thank so God, that was a payoff. Thank you for bringing up that bulk and skull action because I would have completely left out almost everything with them. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you got to have your little bulk and skull corner. Yeah. You talk about what happens. <laughs> Oh, we we said what happens in the previous episode, you know, like Skull gets him, tries to give a Kimberly, well, Kimberly tries to give him a Skull, it's, it's, it's a weird, and then, of course, at the end. So, at this point, we go to, to Rita, who tells Madame Woe to kidnap Power Ranger, because she watched, because she focuses on these five children so yeah, much. she's very petty. She, she's so petty. She knows that Billy is going to have a date. Mm-hmm. So she sends him to the park and says, hey, go kidnap him. Mamo doesn't know who the yeah. Power Rangers is. Yeah. <laughs> so she just shows up, kidnaps the first kid she sees. Happens yeah, to be Ma- Marge. Yeah. And, uh, like, there, there's really no connection outside of... Because 
there's really no connection outside of Madame Rose Blue. As yeah. far as why is this like a Billy episode, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, the footage shows, uh, obviously the footage, the Z-Ranger footage, you know, you have the Blue Ranger fighting, but as far as anything else, there's no real tie to Marge and Madame Woe. We thought originally that, well, I, I thought originally, not not recalling this episode, that maybe Marge was Madame Woe, and this was a trick to get, I think know, I think I thought that too. For yeah, a yeah. But, yeah, no, it's just grabs Marge and yeah. Marge's necklace left behind because they said they said she has trouble latching it and always falls in that's how they met obviously you know they yeah. they always cover their bases Power yeah. Rangers has <laughs> no plot holes at all tight ship <laughs> tight ship yeah we run this we run this just yeah, I don't know if you guys can know my fingers are interlocked and yeah. you couldn't even get water through here um, couldn't I, I could lap up water from that right now as he makes a makeshift bowl out of his hands uh, um, where, where do we go from here? Billy shows up for his date, and then putties show up, and Billy can't fight putties. Yeah, Billy's immediately, immediately overwhelmed by uh, five putties. Cornered on a rock, in front of a lake. Yeah, cornered on a rock in front of the lake, and he tells you know he calls for Jason to help. Yeah, he, he calls for the crew. Jason's like, "We'll be right there," and they are right there. Yeah, they run. don't teleport; they run. They, they, like, to put this in perspective, Billy is asking for help. As soon as he finishes asking for help, the putties are grabbing him. They're trying, you know, they're trying to get at him. They throw him down on a rock, and they, they, the rest of the Rangers come basically running into the scene. Yeah. It's, it's like, they get there fast. And they did not teleport. They ran. Yeah. Not morph, nothing. They're just um, there. Yeah, so. They go into. We just get the we get the fight right there, yeah. and then they go see Zordon, who says, "Hey, you know you can fight Madame Well, All you got to do is combine the powers of your power coins." Which didn't know they could do that. Hey, well, yeah. they can being give a, all being of a the dumb power. little baby boy that I was. I do not remember Zordon talking about. It's like, oh yeah, one of you can just have all the power. It's what. He says, like, you can just combine the power coins and one of you can have all the power. Yeah, so the one thing that troubles me about that is when they give all the power, yeah. Billy just fights. Yeah, yeah, there's not, there's not like... Well, like, let's, we'll get there in a second. Yeah. They go to the, they go to Tarp World to save Marge. Yeah. And uh, at this point we notice that the Power I, I Rangers' think, heights I thought they match. matched up, so there's some Japanese footage, which is like a purple world a purple dreamy world yes and then they show marge being transported in there and they kind of match it all right they put her in front of a tree and it's purple and you know it works it looked it looked all right there's like this in front of her it looked like the same spot yeah so they go to tarp world with marge and uh go to fight madame woe and it doesn't work Madam, well, uh, like in her powers, just she controls the elements. Yeah, and she she's got all of the elements, and she's got her own dimension. Yeah. So, in her dimension, they're fighting her, and they're like, "Why can't we beat her?" Well, yeah. they were given the solution right before they went there. Yeah. And Billy goes, "Well, combine combine our powers," and they combine it all to Billy. Yeah. And he immediately takes her go, yeah, out of the dimension. Yeah, we think something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes. We go to the quarry. Yeah, we where go to things the... get settled. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's 
where it happens. And it does not go well for Billy. He gets no, no. worked over. Now, if you gave me the book and I could write this show, mm-hmm. Billy would have used every weapon. That would have been cool. I was, I was saying, like, well, like I would like if just every season had, like, you know how, it, what was it, uh, Lost Galaxy was the first battleizer, Red Ranger? Well, we do get a battleizer in this, yeah. but it wasn't, Space is the first battleizer. Was this, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. We do get a battleizer in this one, because we do get Armored Red Ranger, which yeah. you could consider the first battleizer. Well, yeah. I mean, it tracks, I guess, yeah. yeah. So, uh, it doesn't go well for Billy until it goes well for Billy. Yeah, where he has to get the crystal out of yeah. her. Oh, yeah. He yeah. gets behind her, and then and we, we get, get some, a blatant cut. We get, we get some donk American footage. It looks like he is pulling this gem off a... Of, Party City Jabberwocky's mask. Yeah, like like you know, Ma- like Madame Wo has like the whole kind of spooky Kabuki kind of thing going on. And, and, and <laughs> it should have cu- been her name, right? Spooky Kabuki. Yeah, and it cuts and it cuts to head Billy with a like hands on this crown crownless too. Like she doesn't have a crown. It's just like I said, it looks like just like a Jabberwocky's mask with a gem on it that he. Pulls off. And, and then, then he crushes. Yeah, he crushes. That actually looks cool because it turns into, like, glittery Duh. dust. He, yeah, he just drops a handful of blue glitter out. Yeah. And um, then we... Another violent cut to her... Like, you know, uh, doing the whole... A melting kind of... But yeah. that cuts to Japanese footage where she has the crown on again. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and like, you kind of see that something happened to her gem. Yeah. It's a little... There's a little, there's a little smudge, you know, a little... Little, yeah, little, something's gone. Yeah, a little schmeckle up there. Something, yeah. To but, which uh, we cut to the rangers disappearing from Madame Woe's dimension. Yeah. And at this point, we notice that the height differences that they they keep yeah. to in Zoo Ranger are uh, not kept. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Black Jason's Ranger, tall. Yeah, Black Zach Ranger. Zach and Trini are the same size. Well, actually, Zach's a little shorter. Yeah. Zach's a little shorter than Trini in 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 the suits. It's yeah, it's very jarring. Yeah, <laughs> like when when well, at least for 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 someone who's watching like watching six this. episodes of Zero Ranger, five episodes of Zero Ranger a week, it's very jarring when you when yeah. you notice the American footage. Also, those you know those neck brace collars that the <laughs> that the that the uh, American suits were infamous for. Yeah. Oh. yeah. But then we go to. Not even a giant fight. We just get a howling cannon destruction of Madame Woe. Yeah, yeah that's that kind of yeah, that's kind yeah. of the theme of the where it was like individual Ranger episodes. Not so much individual. Well, not, not, yeah, it was like, Billy Kimberly. It was uh, what's the way I want to put it? It's like focus more on the Rangers and not so much their gear or equipment. You yeah, know? like it was very bare bones kind of, but it was really good. Um, and then yeah, we get to the dance. And that's uh, where where the payoff happens, where we well, get to... We're watching Zach dance for yeah. a little bit. And I then, just said where the payoff yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought we were going to cut right to the cake. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, so, yeah, we get to see we get to see Walter Manny Jones dancing. Uh, we get another wacky-looking band. Um, one guy having a lot of fun on the guitar, and we got a keyboardist. Uh, no vocalist, no vocals, so, you know, 
tracks. Um, and then we see Bulk and Skull in, like, just... A babushka. Like, yeah, like, babushka, like, with daishikis, right? They had, like, some long covering. I think one had a daishiki and one had a trench coat. Right, and they have the, uh, the, the, uh, what is it, uh, the, gra- the Groucho... Groucho marks. Uh, yeah, Groucho marks, uh, disguise glasses and noses on and apparently no one's no one's noticed yet but they're being good boys yeah they are that, that's another trend in this if we can um take another uh bulk and skull sidebar they're actually pretty tame in this they weren't doing anything overtly bullish they did one thing where i was like oh yeah they're being they're being sweaty jerks there but for the most part they're pretty now when they came in and destroyed the cake, this was the skateboard one, right? Yes, that was it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That was our introduction to them in this episode. Was on the skateboard. Bulk had a ridiculous looking skateboard. It had a big skull, duct yeah. taped to the front of it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, and the and he goes into the cake, and we get you know, fatty go boom boom. Is that bulky? Is that where you wanted to go? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he said, I can go wherever I want. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, they're being, like, they're being jerks, but they're not being bullies. You know, they're just kids that came from, obviously, not good homes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Skull probably came from a good home. Well, yeah, maybe Skull. Maybe Skull. But, but, but Bulk didn't, and Bulk abuses Skull, and Skull suffers from that. And, like, you know, they, they, they have this, they have this weird... Unhealthy relationship. Yeah, unhealthy relationship. Though they're the best of friends. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, anyway, so we get back, and we, now we have Ernie with, um, the new cake, and he's asking for that money. He's yeah. like, if you guys are going to be here, I need that money. And Bulk says, when go to the bank. And then he takes off his shoe, and Skull is freaking out. Skull's like, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. And he covers up with a bandana, uh, over his nose, and we see one of the dirtiest foots <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen on 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 film like they they really they really had him walk was, around in a, was, like a parking garage for a bit barefoot it, it was straight up gout foot it was really dirty it was filthy looking and he had dollar bills in between his toes yeah like like in not like folded up or anything it was just like crunched down by the sock and he just pulled it out said it was the bank yeah, and he gave it, and he gave it to Ernie, and Ernie, uh, immediately became woozy, immediately, and fell into the new cake. So we had two big boys going into cake <laughs> in this episode, which is fantastic. But we had one big boy that hated it, and one big boy that yeah, really yeah, loved this, it because Ernie, you are, you're not keeping this guy down because uh, the Rangers come to help him, and he's. They they like what? Well, how do they phrase it? It's just like, oh, well, let's dance. No, they're <laughs> kind of like, Rodney Dangerfield it and Caddyshack. The Rangers said, "Hey, man, it's not time for cake yet," because the Rangers are actually bullies. Yeah, yeah, the, that's yeah, 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 yeah. The Rangers because are, Zach and Jason are bullies. Yeah, they always have to have a comment about something or another yeah. of someone's misfortune. It's not time for cake yet, big boy. We gotta <laughs> serve them sandwiches. That's right. You gotta serve the sandwiches. And what, like, but Ernie, like I said, Rodney Dangerfield's in Caddyshack where he's just like, well, so what? So let's dance. And he goes 
and he starts dancing. By himself, Come living life, loving it. Ernie was living his best life in that yeah, episode. He, like, we had a great, like, kind of, like, isometric view of Ernie just tearing it up on, on the dance floor. With right. an apron on and cake all over him. Cake all over him. And that's me, and then we get credits. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> well, it's, it was a happy, happy time. Let's so. go to another Kimberly episode. Yeah. The Slizzard. Where Kimberly and her uncle... What was his name? Rick. Uncle no, that's Mike. My, that's my uncle. Uncle Mike. Is it Uncle Mike? Where where her uncle is taking her on a flight. She starts out talking on the phone to Trini about how awesome it's going to be. Yeah, and we we're also getting uh, uh, we're also getting like a location we've never seen before. Yeah, we're at the airport office because it says it in bright white letters. Yeah, airport office, and uh, we get an airfield, and uh, we know. Uh, Kimberly's about to go on a on a flight with her uncle. Yeah, who's a pilot, three years we, older than her. W- yeah, three years older. Weirdest thing, like biggest revelation, outside the air, just like just to the side, we have Vulcan Skull, plane spotting. They, they are they're just watching planes. We get some real character development from Vulcan Skull here because we find they're out they're plane nerds. They're aero nerds. I don't know what the, I don't know what the term is. So. Out here in Las Vegas, we have a we have one airport, McCarran yeah. Airport. And when you drive by McCarran Airport during the day, there's always a group of like five or six dudes out yeah. there with binoculars and standing like, on cars, standing on cars, standing on ladders that they brought. Yeah, just taking photos of planes landing and just yeah. watching planes land. And this is what Bulk and Skull were doing. They have binoculars. They're watching them take off. Yeah, they and were just good they're like, plane they're, boys. They're fighting over the binoculars. They're both like super stoked by these planes, and we—they're hobbyists. They yeah. love planes. Never, you know. Again, a detail. Why would I pick the pick up on this? Because I did see this episode. But why would I pick up on this detail when I was a dumb little kid? But um, yeah, they're they, they're super into planes, and that's kind of in, you know. And then we have. So that happens, hence where this happens, which is Bulk and Skull get onto the tarmac as as a Kimberly and her uncle are about to leave. And but Squat has poisoned Uncle Mike's cola yeah. with Ecto Cooler. Yeah, it little... is straight up Ecto Cooler. Now, it's, it fits the timeline. Rita says that this poison will put you to sleep that's forever. What, that's what you heard, right. That's yes. what you heard. I didn't... I didn't I didn't catch that line, honestly. I'm not saying she, she didn't say it, but that apparently I trust Dan on I that. I mean, it was on the subtitles, but okay, well also then, the I... subtitles have been a little wrong. Sure. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes they uh, give you like the abridged of what they said. Yes. So, um, but not Billy dialect. They do that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah, that's right. They they they'll say like Ambul- ambulatory. Yeah, I'll take care of. Yeah. What. what he said, uh, physically ambulate in the direction of safety. Of the nearest outlet. Oh, the nearest outlet. They had that all out. All scroll up. But they can't be bothered with Goldar saying, I'm going to get both of you. <laughs> or, like, they, they, they I'm going to get, yeah, it's like, I'm going to get you and you. They, he, they just, like, they just shorted, like, I'm going to get both of you. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's, it's weird. But I guess, you know, I guess that's. Well, that's the money lines, I guess, is is uh, the nerd jargon from Billy, so... Yeah. 
you you know get what you pay for. Anyway, so Bulk and Skull show up on 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 the uh, the runway or whatever, and right? This is the first time that they use a ranger's name because for the most part they call oh, them dorks, hmm. and Skull is just like, oh, it's Kimberly, yeah. Kimberly, yeah, yeah, they do, and they um. They are super stoked that she, that they, that that they know someone that knows someone that has a plane. Yeah, I mean they live in Los Angeles. I'm sure they know someone who knows someone. Well, I mean, who can get you anything? I, I'm sure. I don't think these boys socialize with, with anyone but the Rangers. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was that weird girl that wore the black lipstick. Oh with yeah, the frizzy we, hair. We, there there is more. That's right. They do have a Didn't little bit she, more of a game. Doesn't she kind of look like? The older sister from the Wild Thornberries. Was she wearing plaid? She was wearing plaid. It was the 90s. You think she wasn't oh, yeah, wearing right. plaid? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Fair, uh, fair enough. Yeah, so they're super stoked about this plane. So they mm-hmm. they weasel their way on. They're like, hey, can we... Yeah, they they play we... off like they're Kimberly's friends. Yeah. And her uncle, being the nice guy that he is, and also, you know, being a youth himself, since he's only three years older than these teenagers, um, says, you know, we have all, we have plenty of room for your friends. And Kimberly can't really... She can't be like, I don't like these guys, because... She's a good person. She's, I mean, well, she's she's a bully, but yeah, she's, she's still a good person. Her Her public image is of a good person. So... Uh, I just want to go back one second. Was this the episode where Zach met Angela? Oh, this is important, and I feel like a fool. Uh, no, this is definitely that episode. Was it this episode? Yeah, because we made a comment about how good Bulk and Skull are. So, yeah, in yeah. the youth center at the beginning of the episode, uh, Zach and Jason are working out, and... Mm-hmm. Zach looks over and says, "Oh, that's the girl of my dreams, Angela." And you know and she's, she's just she's, out there, just she's hooping with two, three. Was it three? It was three. My God, knocking out three hula hoops. Yeah. And Zach approaches with the epic line, which you got to take off. You got to do it. <laughs> he well, I, he, he he refers to himself as the Zach man. He says, "Hey, Angela." I, you got time for the Zack man? Yeah. And she does what anybody who's approached by that says. And <laughs> <laughs> says, for real, get out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, but, you know, Zack's the coolest. and But this is obviously someone he really cares about. And, you know, it happens with any... Any person, you get befuddled. You don't say the best thing you could say. Yeah. And he's, he leads off with the Zack Man. You have time for the Zack Man. And she promptly lets him know, no one <laughs> has time for the Zack Man. Please leave me alone. And then Jason moves on in real homeboy fashion and yeah. just goes, you did a good job, man. <laughs> <laughs> so... You'll be thinking about you. At this point, Kimberly's up in the air. Yeah. So Rita goes, well, there's only four rangers right now because that girl ain't getting down out of the sky. So I'm going to drop down the slizzard. Snizzard. 
yes. upon you. <laughs> yes, Miss Lizard. Yeah. And who, who's fairly, yeah. They explain that his power is that if he shoots his arrow above your head, it, it will drain you of your life force. Yeah, and it, show, it shows uh, some Z-range footage of the of the arrow spinning around and looks Dropping like raining some stuff. red raindrops. Yeah, and we're like, okay, that's what it does. Okay, cool, cool. I do, re- I do remember his look, for sure, but I couldn't recall what he did or if it was a memorable fight or anything, like anything else about him besides his look and you you, you kind of understand why when he watched this episode because yeah it's yeah. it's again kind of very bare bones where it's like there's a lot of out of suit action yeah i mean we watched the rangers get worked over yeah the four remaining rangers get worked over for a little bit but it's mostly kimberly in the sky yeah kimberly yeah kimberly in the sky with not diamonds with bulk and skull uh, we get a lot of bulk and skull talking about how scared they are being up in the air and Be real crashing. sweaty real sweaty in the back of a small plane and then uncle mike just passes out in the sky because he drank a poison ecto cooler cola yeah and bulk and skull pass out because they're scared because the pilot passed out yeah kimberly being the good girl cool come collected calls alpha five yep. and gets taught how to land a plane more or less, yeah. I don't yeah. remember Alpha saying anything specific, but just like, hey, you got it. Mm-hmm. Well, like he told her, look at the thing marked throttle. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, then, yeah, look, yeah. Lower the throttle and push down the controls when you like. Well, he was t- he was telling her how to land for yeah. sure. I think, but like in the air, she was kind of just. She, it was just kind of like figure it out. Yeah. Turn the plane around. Yeah. Just keep it up. Just keep the plane up in the air. And, and so, uh, so, like, I really thought. I was saying this over and over. I thought this was going to be a two-parter because it just felt like it felt they like they spent, put money. They spent money on a plane. Yeah, because we had some aerial shots. Um, we we oh oh mm-hmm. take it take okay. it take it take it. All right, this I really 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 liked. This is some good crunchy continuity for me, which is we see they they point out some um, some landmarks in uh, Angel Grove. We see the park. We see that park that just where Billy was almost handled by putties when he was cornered on a rock by a lake. So we see that park. And then immediately they say, oh, there's the youth center. And we see an aerial view of the youth center. The youth center is across the street from the park. That's why they ran. That's how they got there within the shot. (laughs) Billy's like, I need help. And they ran across the street. Very fast because they're all, you know, the Rangers are all in peak physical condition. But that's awesome. I don't know if that was intended, but I love that because it was jarring. We both said something when it was like, oh, they're they're there. <laughs> they just, they're there. It was super jarring. So this was cool. This is really, really cool. I don't know. I, that was a highlight for me. I, I just, I just liked that we saw, I, anytime they flesh out the world of, of, of these, uh, these places of um, Angel Grove, like Angel Grove, or you know, like Springfield, where like remember the old uh, in Simpsons. Well, you say you're not a Simpsons guy, but there was like a Springfield 3D game, a 3D one where you can walk around all of Springfield. Yeah, there's a video game for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that like there was an early, early CD-ROM game, and that was like the, your first time seeing like the layout of the world. And then you know, like South Park, Stick of Truth. Yeah, you see all of South Park. That's just cool. I like that a lot. It makes the world more real, you know, to me. Yeah. 
I mean, it's always been real to me, but, you, you know. They fly over the mountains. We get some flashbacks of the Rangers getting their powers. We see a weird dude in a white hoodie that we didn't recognize. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we'll, 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 we'll look into that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's some guy in a white hoodie when uh, things were going down after Zordon told him, hey, you got to save the world. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, so... I mean, it's more flying. Bulk and Skull wake up, realize that Kimberly's flying we, yeah, a plane. Yeah, we got, we got some more... Yeah, we get a lot of Bulk and Skull kind of like gags in the back. Where we're panicking. They pass out. They wake up. Oh, Kimberly's flying a plane. Scream, Kimberly's flying the plane! All, you know, in unison. And then they pass out again. And we get Kimberly... Landing is pretty well handled, I thought. Like, uh, landing the plane, and it was like decent amount of tension to it. Maybe just for me, because I was expecting the... To be continued as it was veering closer and closer to the, to the runway. Yeah, I thought it was going to be... Anyway... Get a lot of the tower going, hey, you can't land. Hey, you can't land. Yeah. So I was half expecting them to hit another plane. Like, yeah, they, they were saying you can't land. Um, and they're like, what's the status? Kimberly lands a plane. And... Um, tells her uncle, call him later. Yeah, tells her uncle and call him later. Maybe they'll hang out. Because I've never called an uncle. Freddie's never called an uncle. I'm an uncle... My niece has never called me. That's fine. It's a little sad. No, it's fine. <laughs> not, you not just, just you. you have... It's the whole thing. Like, I haven't called an uncle. I feel like oh. uncles are left out. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I've never I told an uncle I'll call him later. I can't... Th- you know what? I can't think of... I think I may have only said, I'll call you later to like four or five people in my life. Yeah. Anyway, this guy, this guy's, he's, he's not an uncle. This guy is like, maybe he said three years older than her at most. Maybe that's just a name, you know? Maybe yeah. I said, oh, you know, that's Uncle Mike. Everyone calls him Uncle Mike. He's the world's uncle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, she gets out of the plane and she darts off as the paramedics are coming. She t- tells her uncle, "Hey, look, look after our passengers." Yeah. Which is Bulkin's call, sweaty and passed out in the back of that plane. And Kimberly joins the action with the other Rangers. Wait, were, and just with the quickness, she just shows up. Yeah, takes out some putties. Yeah, takes out putties. The, the Rangers are coiled in in snakes and rubber snakes. Uh, also, I kept seeing with the Snizzard is that, like, all I could see when he was standing there is it looked like the bottom half of the costume was just, they put the monster's legs in, like, coils of garden hose, you know? Yeah, because he was made of snakes. Right, yeah, but it, like, it, it didn't even look to be, it didn't even look to be made to look like snakes. It looked like coils of garden hoses that he was stepping in. Anyway, just, just, yeah. just... Sidebar there. Kim, Kim then smacks the snakes off of, off yeah. of the rest of the rangers. Yeah, and he tries to produce more snakes from his mouth, and she shoots those out. Yeah, she, she is just kicking the crap out of. She she is just not even looking. She's no scoping everything. Yeah, she's just like, oh, you more snakes, take them out. Yeah, and then she just cocks back, and the snizzard has a golden apple on top of his head. We don't know why. You know what? We're telling you this just now. But they're telling it, us this at the same time. But honestly, like it's it, made no... Yeah. It's had no consequence in the episode. Yeah. So that's why we're just kind of brushing it off. So well, That's um, what she shoots at, and it, you know... Just it, no scope. Pop. There yeah. we go. 
Yeah, and then they uh, howling blaster again. Yeah, right? they howling cannon. Howling cannon. Excuse me. The snizzard falls dead. <laughs> it's not called the howling cannon in this. It's, well, yeah, uh, it's called. Was it the power cannon? It's like the power blaster. Power blaster. Or, yeah. Like they that. there actually was like a power cannon. Yeah, that was. Uh, and if it wasn't. That it was cool. just a toy. Yeah. It was never in the show because it was a Die Ranger thing. Or was it in the show? I feel like maybe a couple times I've been on Ranger Central and I've seen footage of them, seen uh, pictures of them holding it. And that's American stuff because that was a Die Ranger thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we they, again, the theme, no no Megazords there, just kicking kicking some monster butt with with their uh power weapons and uh what's what's the end what's the end well we cut back to the plane where bulk and skull yeah they uh they get woken up by not a paramedic but a full-on doctor yeah this guy has yeah he has a full-on doctor here and then they take off and they go to the juice bar yeah where some dude is hitting on kimberly about oh you flew the plane by yourself yeah and then the bullies zach and jason are are you making know, fun of him like with an earshot, yeah. like they are just, they are just tearing into this boy as he's, you know, like yeah, maybe maybe, I don't know, maybe he's not, maybe maybe his uh, character isn't the best, we don't know, but they are just tearing him down as he's trying to, he's trying gen- to cook, he's trying to cook, he's trying to just have a conversation with Kimberly, this person he finds very interesting, yeah. and Zach, <laughs> Zach and Jason are just. Just like castrating And Bulk and Skull have had a day. Mm-hmm. And they walk into the juice bar, and Angela turns around with a plate that has three juices on it, and Zach, while he's talking his mess, turns around and accidentally hits the juices, and they fly onto Where Bulk and Skull. Up, they end up on Bulk and Skull. And then Zach and Jason, just like, hey, that's what you get. They don't say that, but they make the that's what you get face. Yeah, again, these boys have done nothing in this episode they, but be plane enthusiasts. <laughs> they have shown an interest in planes. They did weasel their way onto a plane, but that you know what? They didn't do anything they, they on were, the plane. Yeah, they didn't. It's not like they wanted to do anything. But it's not like they were, like, hawking loogies outside the window or something. Or they had, like, some nasty endgame. They just really like planes. They want to be on planes. Let them be on planes. Let them enjoy planes. Get them off the streets, you know? Yeah. What you know, stop them from whatever they're doing? Hanging out with the, the uh, Liza Thornberry's you, sister Debbie, you know, <laughs> like stop, stop it, you know, let them be on the plane. Did do you think? Now getting into theory here, do you think that they kept acting up because they didn't want to care what Zach and Jason thought of them? Because it seems like everything is to like. Get Zach and Jason to notice how cool they are, but Zach and Jason I think being I think bullies. they very much so admire how cool Zach and Jason are. I mean, look at them. Yeah, I admire. Yeah! out of Zach, I love and that Jason. man. And uh, yes, and Jason, and Jason. <laughs> um, but yeah, look at them. They are you know they're the coolest kids. Like you're gonna like. I mean, you're gonna be enamored with them. If you're if you're a youth in that community, yeah. So and they went ahead and they they just got shake put on them, 
Yeah. And Zach and Jason were bullies. Mm-hmm. That's basically how the episode ended. Yeah. So, now we're going to go into <laughs> the Dark Warrior. Yeah. All right? And cool. Like, the, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, he was a camo pants ninja. Yeah, he had a six, six scarf. Yeah, we didn't Great. really see too much of him. We didn't, but you know that's that's, that's Power part Rangers. of the allure. That's part of the allure of of thing of cool things, right? Yeah. Um. So it starts out with an old man making an invisibility potion. Yeah. <laughs> and that he drips onto oh, a cactus. Yeah. Gosh, this was kind of wacky. And this the cactus disappears. Wacky. And he yeah. touches the cactus. And he laughs about that in. Has a good time. Uh, turns out that this old man is Trini's uncle. Yeah. World famous uncle, apparently. World famous uncle who is a world renowned invisibility potion making scientist. Yeah, yeah. Like, she tells them that, like, oh, my uncle's coming. He's world famous. He actually just created a new secret recipe or whatever, a secret formula. And um, Jason knows who he is because he's a world famous martial artist. Yeah. So. But Billy's feeling down on himself. Yeah. He feels like he oh, he feels like he is the weak link, basically, as far as the martial arts prowess. Because we got a lot, you know, every single one of these rangers are super capable. Yeah, Billy's got... capable too, but he doesn't give himself the credit. He, he like he he like yeah, he's a brains, but he he can fight. Yeah, he and, relies on the powers a little bit because yeah. he doesn't think he can fight. Yeah, and so this episode is is basically about. Well, at least at least um, this this plot thread, which is Billy um, doubting himself and learning to overcome those doubts by, uh, well, just wanting to uh, dedicate himself more to the the martial arts, the physical right? and mental, yeah, uh, cl- clarity. Do we see do we see Rita reacting to the old man with the? Does that happen first? The first things that happen is like they know about the invisibility potion. They know yeah. where it is. Yeah. Um, Billy decides he's rejoining Jason's karate class. Yeah. And we get a little class action. And then the old man shows up. And he places his jar of green invisibility goo on the counter at Ernie's. Yeah, as he's he's looking for his niece. Yeah, to which Ernie decides, oh, hey, what's this? Just going to take it. But he he grabs it it on accident and then he's like, oh. This isn't anything I meant to grab, but let me put it behind the counter because I don't know. Just need to do that. And uh, Ernie Juice Bar. Ugh. You know they talk about science, they talk about martial arts, and then Trini <laughs> says that you should train Billy. Yeah, he'd be an like he, she says that her uncle would be an excellent tutor. Well, I mean, yeah, because he's a scientist and a martial artist. It's what Billy loves. Billy even says, "Now that's what I call a role model, right?" Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we got a setup here. Then, uh, um, did we ever get a name for him? Uncle Harold. That o- sounds right. Uncle Harold. We'll go, Uncle Harold. Yeah. So Uncle Harold and Billy go do Tai Chi in the park. Where yeah. he literally only teaches him we, like a push and I, scoop. I want to go back and time it because it felt like we got eight seconds, maybe twelve, of, of like Billy doing one form, and he and uh, and he says that's good, now and then he just does the the uh, 
the like I don't know what to push. call that. Yeah, the the like he's, he's like going, exhaling his chi. Yeah, he like exhale. He gets like that done, and yeah. then putties, putties are there, and they make. We we see we see a little bit of old man fighting. Yeah, he he takes the putties a little bit, but they eventually just overwhelm him. <laughs> they eventually just each grab a limb and carry yeah. them off. Billy focuses on man. one putty, yeah. and he he fights him, and he notices that he's able to fight him. Yeah, but you know he's so focused on his one putty that the putties overwhelm and Uncle they, Harold. They take Uncle Harold. Uncle Harold goes, "I remember your training, right?" Like, yeah, he says, "Billy, really remember your training." As he's taken away, it's <laughs> amazing. Is, it's so amazing. I, I'm guessing we're supposed to assume that it happened off camera. They just ran into frame of uh, at at the park for this these couple of forms. You know, they're at the. You know, they're at the end. They were uh, out there for hours. Yeah, we, they they're there all day. So I guess that's what we're supposed to assume. To, where we cut to Uncle Harold being tied to a post. And we with, see our cool, cool dude with his, you know, the green scarf. And a bunch of red boxes with red white boxes. spray paint TNT on them. And he threatened, if you do not give us the invisibility potion... Uh, you and this cave will disappear off the face of the earth. And he threatens Trini. And he threatens Trini, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So. It's it's very just... Cut and dry. It's a kidnapping. Yeah. Uh, they send... So the Dark Warrior sends to the Juice Bar to let Trini know what's up. Yeah. Three it, black balloons. It's like... like he, He's really cool. But yeah, he's <laughs> three black balloons that, that blow up in sparks. Yeah. And they have like a little shimmer effect when they blow up. And then there's a scroll. And the scroll um the scroll the scroll said like I remember I remember specifically there's there's some funny some funny about like he capitalized something. If you don't bring the potion within an hour we'll kill your uncle. Yeah, but he capitalized something. Like I think he capitalized like Angel Grove or whatever. Yeah. It, it was really, like, it, it, like it, it caught me off guard. I, I found that funny, that he was punctual. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get the ransom note, more or less, and now they have to... No one knows where the green goop is, by the way, because Ernie took it. <laughs> yeah, they freak out about that. Yeah. And then they just go to the cave. Because yeah. they're the Power Rangers. They got they have powers. Yeah, because, like, Zoran has this whole radar thing where anytime there's evil, evil power on the planet, then... They just know who it is, and they find it, and they put the camera on them, and they're like, oh, they're there. Yeah. Go get them. So that's basically what happens. Um, I don't know why they didn't take him back to the... Well, I guess he couldn't breathe on the moon, right? No, well, you know, that's never really been addressed. I thought that's what those fans were in Lord Zed's... We're getting into some later stuff, but in Lord Zed's throne room, how he had the fans, I thought those were like... Well, I mean, I don't know if you saw the way the light went through them. Those were just fans for menacing effect. I, I, I know I'm, they I'm were for saying, menacing I'm not saying, like, like, outside of canon stuff. I just think that Zed needed to feel more menacing. Well, Even yeah. though he was just I, metal and yeah, muscles like, and I, brain. I, I think it was like... <laughs> uh, I think, you know, I always thought, like, maybe, like, within the little area there is, like, you, uh, a person could breathe. In, in, the, in the, you know... In a fan Rita's room. castle. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought it was like I thought they needed to brewbox, but you know what? That's never been confirmed. So maybe that's why they didn't bring Harold there because he would just die. Hmm. Yep. 
But still, keeping it on Earth, where Zordon apparently can track you anywhere, that's... Yeah. Yeah, but as we as we discussed, she's very petty. She doesn't think things through. She just wants these rangers done. But we rangers show up, yeah. and the putties are just waiting there. They've been waiting there so long. Those boys. Oh are my God! That's so right. So we have we have some poor poor actors here. We have some poor stuntmen here. It was a long day. It was a These long boys day. like. There's one that gets knocked on his butt, and before you see it, his butt's completely dirty. So they have been taking, they've been, they've been doing take after take after take of this putty falling on his butt. There's one you can see how cut he is because there's like just sweat on each individual muscle. Yeah, yeah. There's there's one that has sweat all around his neck. <laughs> there's one that has sweat going all the way down his back. These, these were, these were rough suits, and these boys have been working. All they day. were in those rubber masks and those. One of them cartwheels out to like greet the Rangers. That's they come to the entrance of the cave, like maybe two cartwheel out from the from the side of the cave, and they're like, "Oh, we got to fight now!" They kick the crap out of these put- putties, and all I can focus on is how much these guys didn't get paid for for this work. I'm sure it was just. I'm sure they were on set. They, you know, for I, something else. I feel yeah. like they probably got some pro wrestler money for that. They probably got twenty dollars in a handshake. Yeah. For all of that work that they put in. Yeah. Just. Mm. It, so, uh, yeah. So we get we. Uh, they, I feel like they don't really fight the Dark Warrior all that much, and he just grows. Yeah, it could be another one of those situations where they had zero range of footage and they couldn't really translate to what they're trying to do so we just get like hey let's get to the zords yeah and so we have zords and we have the dark warrior and gosh what the yeah all i focus on is like how cool he looks it's yeah camouflage and the green scarf and the not... sick sword that was all silvery yeah yeah and the rangers just knocked the sword away mm-hmm. and then he has the hakama and he wraps that's right. Yeah, he yeah, wraps the them chain, up in the yeah. uh, the ball and chain part and yeah. starts pulling them in because he's gonna sickle them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then they call upon the power sword and make short work of it. <laughs> hey, them. you know what happens? Yeah, it's Power Rangers. We call upon our sword. You fall down. You explode. Yeah. And we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got some. Yeah, because we gotta get back to the juice bar and make fun of some. Well, we do have to get back to the juice yeah, bar because Billy's got his yellow belt uh, exam. Yeah. So we yeah we cut we so at the juice bar we, we close out with Billy completing his uh, ascension in in his martial art rank where he gets his yellow belt from uh, Jason. It's cool, you know. We we come around fools are like Billy's like feeling good about himself, but then we get the bully thing. But in this headcanon thing, yeah, that I have of them just being envious. So you of, think this was just what they thought? Like maybe. Well, like why does Billy get to hang out with him? Yeah, because they show up in their geese, even yeah. though they've got their jackets and hats on and stuff. Yeah, they're like not that accepted. Yeah, they're not accepted, but they want Jason to notice them. Yeah. So they're like, "Why do you get a yellow belt? Why don't we push you around? Because we're stronger." Yeah. They yeah. do some bully stuff. Yeah, do some uh, male display. Yeah. And they, uh, yeah. And, uh, Zach is, Zach looks ready to, like, to 
put some people in the hospital. He looks real intense. And Jason holds him back. This is Billy's got this. But Uncle Harold he got finds this. his goop. Yeah. Ernie puts the goop back on the counter after a day's work of... Yeah, but he, I, he I'm pretty up, sure he just wandered around. He pulled out the barbecue sauce with it, too. Yeah. Like yeah. the industrial bottle of it. Like, I don't know what his... his um. <laughs> What his system was for for finding out who owned this goop, I want to say that he just walked around the sidewalks of Angel Grove with this goop and kind of making the same face he made as he as he uh, found the goop because he just has it again and he puts it back on the counter. Harold finds it and he uh, actually takes a small sip and then hands it to Trini. Then he disappears in front of Trini, you know. And I don't expect a reaction because you know Trini's a power engine, whatever, and she knows that he's a world famous. Uh, Fights fighter scientist. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he goes and he, uh, well, we the greatest actors on the show, which is Jason Harvey, Paul Schreier, um, pantomime getting beat up by an invisible old man. Yeah. They, get, they, they just get the crap kicked out of him. Um, real good acting. Billy leans over and says something about clear minds, clear hearts. Clear, uh, um, you need to keep, Blue he says some, some nerd stuff. Which is, you need to keep something close, like the cells on a nucleus. Yeah. It's real lame. You know, it's, it's, it's Billy talk. It's Billy talk. So, um, and... and then bulk... They, they get kind of... getting fr- kicked in the butt. They kind of get freaked... Yeah, they get freaked out and they take off. They get Billy just... Kick the crap out of him with his with his mind, and then uh, Harold reappears and laughs. And we're talking like, wait a minute, so what? What? How does how does this invisible goop work? Because you just, what, you just choose when. Yeah, and that's why we think the cactus didn't go back because it's a it's a, it's a plant. It can't think that it wants to be visible. Yeah, maybe maybe a cactus doesn't want to be visible. It just is. Yeah, but yeah, I guess um, well, he's a great scientist, and he's a world class martial artist too. So. I, it tracks, you know, it tracks. We cut to the next episode where Babu has a magic lamp. Yeah, this, yeah. He's genie summoning. Apparently. So, we did watch the Sentai counterpart episode to this. And. Thankfully. This episode is filler. It is. It really, this is the weakest episode of, um, the Power Rangers lot. Yes. It's you know not a bad thing. It's it's just it's a it's another Billy Kimberly episode. Yeah, yeah it is. because we uh, we get Billy and Kimberly in Billy's lab, mm. where he's created a device where Kimberly can read Billy's mind. Yeah, as long as they're holding hands, because he's a sly dog. <laughs> <laughs> and it's in the garage. Yeah, it's in the garage, and they have uh, like a cardboard wall. With cutouts of both their silhouettes, uh, yeah, with with their sizes, you know, like one for Kimberly, one for Billy. And he says, "We stand in here. We put this on our heads. We hold hands, and you can read my thoughts." And we get some like nineties in the beginning of the episode. Squat has switched the polarity. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Yeah. So we, that it we will we just kill see Billy. we just see Squat's hands, yeah, messing messing around, farting it up on 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 this machinery. And he yeah. says, I did this so that it fries Billy's brain when he tries to use this. So it was about murdering yeah. Billy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really, like, you can't really, um, 
mix up the meaning of frying someone's brain. Yeah. That's pretty serious. So, yeah, so obviously the machine goes wrong. And, uh, well, when, when, when they, when after our cool little 90s uh, electrocution gag happens, yeah. uh, when they come out of it, they, they Kimberly's just, saying some goofy Billy they, garbage. They said, are you, f-? she start, comes out and she goes, are you feeling nominal? Yes. And Billy uh, says, like, sure. I, like, yeah, like, like, I think I am or something like that. And then they look at each other and then they realize their brains have been swapped. But when their brains swap, their vision swaps too. So Billy no longer needs... Kimberly and Billy's body doesn't need the glasses. Well, I, there was a, there, I forgot Billy's what other body. show it was, but like, yeah, where it's a mental thing that you would think you still need glasses because your brain is so conditioned to it. Hmm. You know, so like his eyes, even though he has good eyes now, he thinks he needs his glasses and his brain thinks he needs his glasses. So he perceives fuzzy Vaseline vision that I have right now because I took off my glasses and um Cause so he 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 real character right now yeah he uh yeah he puts on or Kimberly puts on Billy's glasses so, so she can see which is Billy yeah I could have worded that way better I'm and sorry at this point you know we go we cut to the stalkerish moments of Bulk and Skull where they're watching Billy and Kimberly do this, yeah, because Skull loves Kimberly. Hey, the, the 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 seeds have been planted when 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 he came ever so close to the sun. When they were gonna tear up the town. Oh, yeah. oh he didn't. <laughs> ah, why didn't we talk about Kimberly? Oh, that delivery was great. But yeah, when 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 uh, Kimberly, that's right. Like when that happened. Now that's 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 what Skull's been on. That's what Skull's about. Yeah, Kimberly. Tear up the town. Yeah. Uh, they're watching, and a dog chases them away. But when Billy and Kimberly leave, Bulk and Skull are, of course, going to break into that house. Yeah, and Bulk, Bulk, it's actually kind of, like, just innocent enough. I want to see if I can read your mind. And, and then uh, Skull goes, can I think of Kimberly? He's all, don't tell me about it, because then it won't be me, you know, reading, your won't be me reading your mind. I just know. So they go through it too, and of course, yes, we get Bulk and Skull swapping brains. And then, again, best actors on the show, Paul Schreier acting like Jason Narvey, Jason Narvey acting like Paul Schreier. Wonderful, fantastic. Yeah. That's the, that's, yeah. So that's, uh, which, we go to scarf time after this, right? Where Bulk and Skull are in the juice bar, dressed in each other's clothes. Yeah. And... Skull is eating the biggest sandwich I've ever like seen. Like it's it's like I've never watched the how it's made on like hoagie bread. They were eating some straight up. <laughs> but this looked like you know you, you, yeah you know like you know how like candy bars and stuff like there's there's a lot of things that are produced in just a long slab and they cut it. This looks like this bread like was meant for around three sandwiches. Yeah, but it was just as wide as it was long. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's like super wide. Yeah. It's a fat old sandwich. And Skull, who is bulk, is just chomping down because... You know. Now he's in his body with this metabolism. Yeah, he's, like, he's, in his body. he's gonna put it to the test. Yeah, yeah. And that's our last bulk and Skull moment until the end. 
Is it really? Yeah. yeah I think we get a uh, Whatever. Yeah. We, yeah. We, that, like, basically, this is what you get in this episode, though, is we get a few of those. Uh, in the last episode, I don't think we mentioned, we do, we, we see the, uh, the beret of, um, the, of Skull, the red one, and then we also see Bulk's odd... Like pilot's squishy hat. pilot's hat, yeah. That later a different version of it shows up with the propeller. Very, the the iconic bulk and skull kind of looks. Yeah, show up. So that's where we we really are hitting our stride in in, in these episodes because well, we're really starting to get to know our characters. Too. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So back to the 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 very just it feel it feels cobbled together. We but cut we, to Kimberly. Who was at school the next day? But she's dressed like she was from. Uh, what it was really the show, feels like Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> well, first off, she looks like a lunatic because her makeup is horrendous. Like she had, like not even Billy. Billy, like you know, he makes a you know in Kimberly's body. So Kimberly closes. Like there's two other girls, two like valley girls looking at her. I'm like, look, look what's going on with Kimberly. What's and know? they they do like a from fab to oh my god. Yeah, and they and they, so Kimberly closes the locker and is like, ah, makeup's overrated anyway. And she just looks like an insane person. The like, bottom of her face is just stained from wiping like, lipstick away. Billy, what is, what did you do? Like you, you I understand. You know, yeah, he's a nerd. What would he know about fashion or makeup and all that? But like, you know where a person's mouth is. You know where <laughs> what lipstick where lipstick is supposed to go. Nowhere near. It is like he just took rouge and just ate it. Like, like it's just it's 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 wild. They yeah, they do a real wild job with it. And then we uh, see Billy, uh, Kimberly is on his body, and he's uh, dressed. dressed. Real nice. Yeah, he's dressed real nice. I have to say, dressed real, real His nice. His hair's done wonderfully. Yeah, yeah. So, but it, he's tutoring an elementary school student on computers. Who is dubbed over his voice? What is what is that called? The voice ADR. Uh, ADR. Yes, yeah, a lot of ADR work. And I guess they just this kid couldn't be bothered to get a good good take out of him because uh, Saban probably didn't buy shotgun mics. Oh yeah, that yeah, like yeah, I shouldn't be dragging this poor kid through the dirt. Or excuse me, this. 48 year old military because <laughs> it's so long ago um yeah we get some some dubby and uh billy's trying to teach this kid and he's like you gotta hit that grody one right over there and he's like that's the, the delete button i meant the other side silly it's 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 funny and we have uh kimberly and homek and she's trying to make a cheese uh like a cheese souffle or something yeah. like that right and uh Billy just can't be bothered with this, and we were talking about it. It's like this—that is science, Billy. It's just science applied to just the kitchen, the just food, you know, cold, the culinary arts. There's there's science involved in this. It shouldn't be hard for you to understand how much you know, uh, whatever baking soda, how much butter you need. Like these are all measurement stuff. You get that, you know, you yeah. should get that. But no, he's he's a, again an ape in this poor girl's body. Just can't do anything. Uh, so they both screw up to the degree where we get a cheese balloon and we get a computer monitor rattling back and forth as it wants to kill itself and from exploding. this from this valley girl who is who has put in the wrong input <laughs> and uh, yeah so we get an exploding monitor and we get a cheese balloon popping 
And uh, well, every everything's mixed up now, isn't it? And we still haven't had like any. It, it's still like, like I said, it feels like they're buying for time. And and you and you see why later when we watch the that other episode. But we don't know how the genie plays into any of this. The Rangers show up, and then Rita says. Rita shows up on a mountaintop. Yeah. And then she's like, ah, you're stupid rangers. Ha ha ha. Ah, you suck. And then she makes him grow. And we get a, we, then we get Megazord fight. Yeah, we get a Megazord fight. And um, um, Jason uh, instructs uh, Kimberly to do Billy things and instru- instructs Bill, uh, Billy to do Kimberly things. And, yeah. And this kind of caught. Freddie off guard because he forgot we were in body swap. Yeah, I I went to uh, I went to the um, to get a drink of water, which was right down the hall here, so, and I was actually able to see it in a mirror, what was going on behind me. So I was like, yeah, that's how I thought I was keeping on. When I came back, and it and and Jason was t- saying Kimberly while looking at Billy, I really just freaked out for a moment because I thought I I thought I lost everything. I thought I lost everything <laughs> because it just. But then I was like, "Oh right, right." The the point of this episode is body swap. The genie does a cool looking genie. I'll say you know like swole, yeah. swole genie has uh, Shinsuke Nakamura hair. Uh, like he looks like a like a jackal, like yeah. or like a Nubis kind yeah. of look to him. Um, big old snarl on him. Uh, he has this crank drill staff. <laughs> That he threatens the Rangers very slowly with. Um, at this point, Alpha and Zordon have just found out that the power source of the genie is the lamp. Yeah. And they have to destroy the lamp. But if they destroy the lamp too quickly, it'll destroy the morphing grid. What's so essentially destroying all the ley lines on Earth. I'm sure it would destroy the Earth too. The what it, you know, if the morphing grid is what it is, which it is. Yeah, that's a good sentence. Well done, Freddy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're going to destroy the lamp and uh, do it slowly. And then so we have the genie cranking that drill. We're getting it real close to that cockpit, right? Yeah, yeah, which is interesting because they show some shots from inside the cockpit of their view. Yeah. And um, in the Japanese footage, only the red and black ranger are in the cockpit, but we don't ever catch that in the American one. Yeah. So they're doing that and then the power just gets just right where they destroy the lamp and, and then he goes away in a puff of smoke. The genie just disappears. That's it. That's kind of that's it. That's it. And we get back to uh the, the main story which is this body swap incident and uh we have it we just have it reversed and then Balkan skull. We have our Balkan skull goof, which is we get them reversed, and, and then the bully rangers yeah. suggest not switching them back. Yeah, so they could learn a lesson. You're gonna ruin these two boys' lives. Like it's again not malicious games. These are boys that like they're they're they have wonderment. You know, they have genuine wonderment. In they the world. they like planes. They like planes, and Bulk saw like, oh, you can read thoughts with that? Oh, I'm going to read Skull's thoughts. Who's my best friend and my only friend in the world? 
Other than Debbie from the Wild Thornberries. Yeah, other than Debbie from the Wild Thornberries, who comes around now and then. She's all right. She she she's kind of nice to us, but yeah, that's that's. And then Billy's like, nah, they need to learn a lesson, so they're gonna have these, this existential dread for for the rest of their life as they watch themselves age and die outside their bodies. Yeah, like like, like it's they're bullies, you know. Walking school, yeah, they're like you know the troublemakers. But when I talk to Paul Schreier, is this, this is we always miss something with Bulk and Skull. At the beginning of this episode, they didn't they turn Billy upside down to shake the change from yeah, him. Or yeah, was that, that two episodes? Uh, ago? It, that was like it may have been. It was the one. It was the last episode because that's what made him want to rejoin the martial arts class. Is that Bulk and Skull turned? That's right. Down yeah, yeah. That was so, like we had we had genuine him. bullies up, but like as we said, it's probably just because. Why does this kid get to hang out with the coolest kids, and the coolest kids just make fun of us when we feel we're cooler than at least that guy? Again, having this, 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 this uh, conflicted feelings and just wanting to be Seth and have other friends, you know, like it, it's, it's, it's really, really sad. And uh, yeah, in this episode, we get the Rangers continue to be bullies, but you know they switch them back because they got a public image to uphold, which is they're good people. <laughs> Yeah. And uh anything do we get a funny uh outro here? Do um we... this one it ends with how does it end? They Oh no no no. They switch them back and then Bulk and Skull come out and they're like, Yeah and then bum 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 Yeah. We do have one Wasser watch on this. He's starting to get a little more oh, wild with those getting, riffs. He's getting into the groove, and I am super like he he's playing around with things. We had um when uh so going back to the bad so the first episode of Terror Toad with a uh, bad Billy and bad Kimberly, when they get turned back to good, we get this like funky like kind of they, they just he rides the bass jazz composition for that. this bass line which is just it's just it's just it's just a ranger riff just played just super smooth he is getting like he's getting more and more free reign here and i am so excited for when we get his songs like the, the, the i don't oh my gosh the man can write the man uh, can produce. You know, the man is just... Uh, the man is very hard to get a hold of. Our people have been trying to call your people. I don't know if you have people. That's why our people are having some having maybe, a hard time. I mean, like, you do everything on your own in the studio, so maybe you do everything on your own. Like, you're just a renaissance man. Is he, is man. he the Bill yeah. Murray of music? He, he doesn't be. have an agent? He has a phone? He might be. He might just show up at your recording session. And just turn your album into just diamonds because he can do it all. Like because this, like he, he's, he's he's mysterious, and that's incredibly, incredibly like alluring. <laughs> I, I I um. The look on Freddie's face was such joy right there. Yeah, Wasser watch. We'll um, get him. We'll this, get him. Is 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 a. Uh, Steadily, uh, is is steadily becoming the number one reason to wake up. I just, 
I am enthralled by this man's work, and it's 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 kind of crazy how he's ran parallel with the best things in my life. And with that, I think we're going to wrap up the show. You can find us on all of your social media at P Playthrough. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Stores, and we're trying to get it to every other podcatcher. So keep an eye out there. We want to give a big thank you to Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. If you want to support them over at rainer.bandcamp.com, that would be wonderful. For more from Freddie and I, you can get us at mammoth-king.com. And I think that's everything. May the power protect you.